Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Michael and thank you for being here with me today. Before we jump into things today, I want to quickly mention the transcript. Of course, if you want to improve your listening and reading at the same time, then you can read the transcript for this episode. In the description, there will be a link to the transcript, or you can just head over to the website, which is levelupenglish.school slash podcast 65. So this is podcast 65. And if you go there, you'll see the transcript for this episode. Also, a quick shout out to italki. So italki is an online teacher database where you, if you follow my link, you can get a free $10 for your English lessons. It's a great way to get some speaking practice and to support this podcast as well. So another link for you, if you want to get your $10, then go to levelupenglish.school slash free, F-R-E-E, free. Okay, I will leave the announcements short and sweet today, so I'll leave it there because I'm going to jump into this episode. So today it's going to be a little bit more grammar based, which is something I don't often do, but I think it can be useful. So my aim today is to make a really concise and clear description of all of these conditionals. And my intention for this episode is for it to be a little bit of an interactive one. So I welcome you to leave comments in the show notes and share any answers you have, share your example sentences, even just what you thought of the episode. I hope we can make this kind of an interactive community, like two-way episode. Okay, yes, so I did just mention conditionals. Now, many of you who study grammar will already know what these are, and you might be rolling your eyes or feeling a bit down, (laughs) but I don't think they have to be too hard. I'm going to give you some advice as well while we look at the rules today. So a quick introduction as to what conditionals are. They're basically a sentence that starts with an if or a when, and it has two clauses, which means two parts of the sentence. If it starts with if, that means it could happen in the future. I don't know if you noticed, I just used a conditional just now. That was a good example. So if means it might happen, possible. When means it will happen. We don't know when, but sometime it will happen. And they're really useful. We use them, as you can tell by the way I'm speaking, we use them all the time. Really common. One comment I want to make before we get into the rules is a bit strange, unexpected, and that's don't worry too much about the rules. So one of the biggest mistakes people can make is focusing on the rules so much that when they come to talk, they can't decide which conditional to use and therefore they get it all wrong. And I know that because I've done that myself. So I think it's really important to learn the rules 
because of course you need to learn them somehow, but don't focus on them too much. And then accept that you will make mistakes at the beginning. It probably won't stop people understanding you and you'll just kind of get the hang of it over time. If you keep practicing, you will slowly improve. But I, I always think that when you're having a conversation and you're thinking about the grammar, that's the best way to kind of trip over your words and hesitate and lose confidence. So we want to avoid doing that if possible. Having said that, we're going to learn the rules and hopefully this will clear things up for many people. Um, I'm not going to talk about when today, we'll just use if, but you can use the word when as well. Okay, so there are four conditionals altogether, four. They talk about a possible result of an action. The first one is the easiest, and this is called the zero conditional, the number zero. And this talks about situations that are always true. So past, present, or future, they're always true. And it's simple because we use present simple in the first clause and present simple in the second clause. So it's always present simple. So here's a simple one. If you eat dirt, clause one, you get sick, clause two. If you eat dirt, you get sick. I hope you know this, I hope I don't have to tell you that you will get sick, but because it's present simple, that means it doesn't matter when you eat dirt, you will always get sick. The time is not important, this is a fact. So we use it to make a fact, to state a fact about something. If you boil ice, it melts. If you boil ice, it melts. It's another fact. We can also use it to make a suggestion. If you are cold, wear a coat. We can use that to talk about the present, like if you're cold now, wear a coat. But it's also true for any time. You know, any time you are cold, wear a coat. It's basically what it means. Another thing to note is that these clauses the halves of the sentences, they can come in any order. So we can say if at the beginning or in the middle. So let's use my first example. If you eat dirt, you get sick. We can also say you get sick if you eat dirt. And there's no difference at all. It's really the same. So it doesn't matter which one you use. So my challenge for you is to think of a zero conditional sentence yourself and let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments to this episode on my website. I'd love to hear your ideas. I'm going to leave you with a question for this one. I'd love to see what answer you could give to this one. So it's quite simple, so it's nothing too exciting, but I'm going to give you the first half of a sentence. And this is, when... I travel. When I travel. So your job is to fill in the last clause of that sentence. So tell me what happens when you travel. Now it could be traveling abroad, traveling in your country. Tell me how you feel, tell me what you do. When I travel, something, something, something.
let me know your ideas in the comments and I, well, of course, will let you know if they sound natural as well. Okay, the second conditional is actually not called the second. <laughs> this might be confusing. So we have zero conditional. The next one is the first conditional. The first conditional talks about the future and it talks about imaginary situations that could happen. This one is quite similar to the grammar in the first one and this is present simple and then the future tense with will. So here's an example. If you work really hard, you will pass the exam. This is only talking about the future. Like, if you work really hard now, you will pass the exam in the future. Here's another one of negative. If the weather is bad, I won't go for a run today. I will not go for a run if the weather is bad. So this one's very useful when, we talk, when we're talking about our plans and predictions. So I'm looking outside now and it's a bit drizzly, very, very light rain. So I'm thinking to myself, hmm, if it rains today, I will not go for a walk. If it rains, I will not go for a walk. Which is a shame because I really want to. So very similar to that example, let me ask you a question. So again, finish this sentence. You could do it in your head, but I'd love to hear your answers as well. If it is sunny tomorrow, blank, blank, blank. Or if it is sunny on the weekend. So if it is sunny on the weekend, what will you do? Can you fin finish that sentence with will? So this is a plan that is likely to happen. Not definite, but likely, a high chance. Okay, now I'm quickly going to talk about the second conditional. This is my favourite because it's very similar to first. It talks about imaginary situations in the future. But the only difference is that it's unlikely to happen. So first conditional, likely to happen. Second conditional, unlikely. Sometimes even impossible. But of course it depends on your definition of impossible. So the grammar we use for second is past simple, then would or could, and then the base verb. So it's getting a little bit more complex now. But one thing to note is that many people get confused by this. And when you get more advanced in your English level, you will learn that the past tense doesn't only talk about the past. And this is quite confusing and quite horrible to learn. But in this case, we're using the past tense to make the event more unlikely. But it still talks about the future. So if you're hearing this for the first time, you're probably very annoyed, but yeah, it's true. So here's an example. If I studied harder... I could pass the test. So even though we say studied with an ed, we're talking about now or the future. If I studied harder now, I could pass the test in the future. So here's another one. If she spoke 
to me, that's past simple, I would feel happier. Would and base verb feel happier. But the reason I love the second conditional is that you can talk about hypothetical situations, which means situations that probably won't happen, but they're really fun to talk about. For example, aliens. How would you feel if aliens invaded? You could say, I would feel scared if aliens invaded. I would be scared. Um, here's, here's another one for you. I'm not going to answer this one, but maybe you can answer it and let me know. If you found a million dollars, what would you do? If you found a million dollars, what would you do? Let me know. I, everyone's got a different answer to this. So if you were rich, what would you do? I'd love to hear what you would come up with. Or maybe you're already rich, in which case, you know, let me know. I need some of that. <laughs> so first and second, very similar. But remember, first, likely. Second, unlikely. The final conditional is called the third conditional. And this is the hardest. And it talks about imaginary situations that definitely will not happen because it's in the past. It's already too late. And pay attention to the grammar because it's quite difficult. The first clause, which is the if clause, we use past perfect tense. I'll give you an example in a minute. Then in the second clause, we use would or could or might followed by have, always have, and then past participle verb. So a past participle is a verb like eaten, done, been, gone. So sometimes called the third verb. So we have one, two, three, eat, ate, eaten. That third one is the past participle. Past perfect tense is when we say had. Had studied, had done, had eaten. So here's another example with the, well, it's the same example as before with a different conditional. If I had studied harder, I might have passed the test. So let, listen again, past perfect. If I had studied harder, I might have passed the test but it's too late. The test is in the past, so there's no chance this will happen. So third conditional is really good for talking about regrets, things that you regret doing or regret not doing, and just kind of different ways you could have done something in the past. So another example, this isn't true, but I could say, oh, I left school when I was 15. I left because I hated school. So if I had stayed in school, I would have learnt more. Or at a more natural speed, oh, if I'd stayed in school, I would have learnt more. So this one's really challenging and it does take a lot of practice to get the grammar right here. But remember, the more you practice, the more you will be able to do it without thinking. It will just be like, of course, that's the way you say it. 
you don't have to think about it. So it does take some time, but it will pay off if you keep focusing on this. And let me give you one example that you can finish for me. And again, I'd love to hear your ideas. So maybe maybe we can answer this question, like I just said. So regardless of how well you did in school, I'm sure you could have done better. No one is perfect. So can you finish this conditional? If I had studied harder in school, something, something, something. So can you let me know what would have happened if you had studied harder in school? (laughs) And a little bit more creative, if you have any simple regrets in the past, let me know them too. Try and use the third conditional and tell me about your regrets. Here's one that I could say. If I had not worried so much about my hair in school, I would have been happier. And because it's, you know, I'm losing it all anyway now, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) So see if you can think of your own regret that you can say in a sentence. I mean, really, the one benefit of conditionals is, although they are confusing, unlike many things in English, there is only so much you can learn. Now, there are four conditionals and the rules are quite clear. Now, there aren't so many exceptions like in many other parts of English. So that's a good benefit. It is possible to master conditionals. Prepositions and things like that, it's much harder. But conditionals, it's very possible with some work. So here's a quick review. We've got zero conditional, always true. First and second conditional about the future. First is likely. Second is unlikely. Third conditional about the past. So it's too late to change. Another quick thing to note is that you will hear even native speakers getting them wrong, especially the third conditional. Um, And I always say you have to learn the rules before you can break them. Because I know it's quite frustrating when you're trying to learn the language and you're hearing native speakers use it wrong. Of course, I do that. You know, I don't say everything perfectly. You might notice occasionally in the podcast, I might not say the perfect grammar, perfect pronunciation. But that's just how people talk. You know, no one speaks perfectly. So once you understand the rules really well, then you might be able to kind of change them a little bit as long as you know that people can understand you. You know, a really common example of how native speakers are lazy is rather than saying, if I hadn't eaten the cake, I would have been skinnier. We would just say like, if I didn't eat the cake, I would have been skinnier. So basically, people will often say past simple instead of past perfect. And we... The reason is because we still understand it. We know what it means. It's just not technically correct. So I wouldn't recommend doing that ever. Or unless you get really advanced, then you can start relaxing a bit if you want to. So I'm going to tell you some sentences now. So what I'm going to do is answer. I'm going to say the sentence myself. And then I'm going to ask you what you would say. So you can think about the answer. That's good practice if you're driving or on your way to work or exercising. Just think about what you would say 
You don't have to tell me. Or you could write it again, write it in the comments of the show notes. And I'd love to see your ideas. And your next task is to tell me what conditional I'm using. So let's do one more. Let's do the first one here. If it is sunny tomorrow, I will see my friends. This is my sentence. If it is sunny tomorrow, I will see my friends. How about you? So first of all, finish that sentence. If it is sunny tomorrow, what will you do? Let me know. Also, what conditional is this? Is it zero, one, two, or three? Have a think about it. I'll give you two more, two more before we go. If I were you, I would be studying hard. If I were you, I would be studying hard. So this is a really common construction. If I were you, this means if I was in your position. So what could you say? If you were me, what would you be doing? Have a think about that one. And what conditional is this? There's two questions for you to answer. And here's one final sentence. If I were a girl, if I were a girl, I would have very long and beautiful hair. So what conditional is this? If I were a girl, I would have long and beautiful hair. And can you answer this yourself? If I were a girl or a boy, whatever you are not, what would it be like? What would you do? Let me know. I'd love to hear your ideas. It's always fun to talk about these things. Okay, I'm going to end it there today. I really hope this was a useful episode to listen to. And one last time, if you want to leave your answers and comments and ideas in the show notes for this episode, just go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast 65 podcast 65 but thank you very very much for listening today really hope you found this useful and not too boring because i know how grammar can be sometimes so thanks so much and i will see you next week for a special interview episode really good one next week so thanks a lot see you then bye bye You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.